and welcome to the Cleaning with ADHD podcast. I'm your host, Dara Torres, and as you may have guessed, I have ADHD. I'm here to help you get your house clean and organized, as well as chatting about what it's really like living with ADHD. So without further ado, let's dive in and get cleaning. Hello and welcome to the Cleaning with ADHD podcast. Today's episode is going to be a fridge clean. We are going to get those fridges gutted out. We are going to get things that do not belong there out of that fridge, things you've been ignoring. We're going to get it clean, sparkling. You're going to feel so much better about your fridge by the time this is over. So get to your fridge right now and let's do this. I love a good fridge clean and the first thing that I always do is just take everything out. Take everything out of your fridge. You might want to have a bum bag nearby uh, and also a spot to put anything that's going to need to get emptied out to recycle. You're going to take everything out of your fridge because that's the best way to do this. Just take everything out. Um, You could have so many things in your fridge or you might not have that many. This might not take you as long. But some people have really big fridges and they've got a lot in it. So I'm going to give you about half an hour for this. It might take you longer than that. But for me, half an hour is plenty of time to clean out my fridge as long as I keep going with it and don't get distracted. And that is exactly why I'm here. If you're new to this podcast, I just help people with ADHD focus on the task at hand and clean and organize their house. Because if, like me, you've got ADHD, you probably get distracted a lot especially when you're cleaning and you can get really overwhelmed by the thought of cleaning as well because you're constantly thinking about how much you have to do uh, and then you just get so mentally overwhelmed that you end up doing nothing. So I'm here to help you simplify that and today we are literally just doing our fridge. Like don't worry about anything else that you have to do just right now think about your fridge. Think about that fridge, get everything out of the fridge and set it to one side. I'm going to chat while you do this, but I like to take everything out. I will check the dates on everything. I will get rid of what needs to be put in the bin. Um, Maybe like things you need to rinse some things out. Like say you have a pot of yogurt that's out of date. Um, You'll need to rinse that out and then put the tub in the recycling. Maybe you need to rinse out some jars and put them in the glass recycling. And maybe some things can just go straight into the bin. So this is your time to go through all of the things and see what see what's expired see what needs to go in the recycling see what needs rinsed just that's your aim right now while I speak just get going with that and while you're doing that I'll have a nice wee chat with you about my week trying to think what I've actually been doing this week I say that but it's Monday I really mean what I was doing last week or over the weekend. Um, I had a nice wee weekend actually. I'm based in Scotland in Midlothian. We went through to Edinburgh and we went to a place called Yellow Craigs Beach and we walked along the beach. Me, my partner and his son, we looked in rock pools looking for crabs. Didn't find any crabs. We found some shrimp but everything sort of hides. Whenever you walk towards a rock pool they can see you coming. They can see your shadow and they just kind of dart to the side. But we were just sitting staring in rock pools for ages, climbing over all the rocks. We went in a lovely forest walk. We took Aiden, my son's partner. My son's called Greg. My son, my partner's called Greg and his son's called Aiden. Gosh. And yeah, we took him to the park as well. We went and got ice cream. 
Uh, it was nice. It was a really nice weekend. I love a chill weekend. Love a fresh, sober weekend as well. I just, yeah, I don't drink anymore. I can't say I'm like completely sober because I was sober for eight months and then I had a bit of a blip. Um, but I'm like 99% sober because my ADHD ass got addicted to alcohol. Shock. Um, after my last job, which was really, really stressful, I was just obsessed with drinking wine because it just numbed me <laughs> to how stressed I was. And it became really unhealthy and I decided to pack in the booze and it was really hard to start with, like really, really hard. And it made me realize like if I'm finding this this hard, then I really need to stop drinking because I'm using it as a crutch like to deal with stress. Um, so I just removed it cold turkey from my life. Obviously very ADHD as well, Can has to be all or nothing. So I chose nothing for over eight months. And right now, I um, I would say I'm pretty much sober, but like I'm reluctant to be like this sober guru again, like I was online, because now I know that that can happen. And especially when you have ADHD, like I can be flaky with things. I can, like, I swore I was never going to drink again for the rest of my life. Like, that's how dedicated I was to it. And then, went through a lot of crap, didn't think I I would break my sobriety and I cracked and I did. I I realise this can be a touchy subject for people who have been, you know, genuinely uh, had really, really severe issues with alcohol. Um, it's not a laughing matter at all, um, but I am okay. You know, I, I didn't slip back into old habits um, and, you know, I am all right. I just drank a couple of times and broke my sobriety but to be honest it actually just reaffirmed to me how much I don't need it anymore um because I've I've worked so hard to change the habits in my life um because whenever I first gave up alcohol it really caused me to have to address why I was drinking in the first place and it was like oh I'm drinking because it helps me deal with stress okay well what are we stressed about let's address that is there any other ways that we could deal with the stress maybe we could go and have a bath have a cup of tea journal you know stuff like that it made me have to dive into why I was stressed in the first place and that whole experience of being sober for so long uh, well eight months is long for me because I've never went that long that just taught me how to deal with my emotions in a in a way healthier way and that's definitely something that I have not unlearned um by having this blip because that is genuinely how I feel because whenever I did drink I was like oh well I wasn't really missing anything I've just been romanticizing this and I'm not that fussed for it like I love sober life going sober for that long actually grew my confidence in myself so much like I went to a wedding sober and if you had told me that I would do that years ago I never would have believed you because I was always a person at a wedding that was like shots 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 and having an absolute ball and the thing is I still had a ball when I was sober but I just never would have believed I could have done it sober but I did and I think once the more you go to events sober and realize that you're fine it actually builds up your confidence so much. And the irony of that is that I used to think that I needed alcohol to be confident 
when actually it was like a false confidence and then I would be too much and then be mortified the next day. (laughs) Whereas whenever you don't drink and you feel the anxiety and the nerves and you just do it anyway, you build up real confidence in yourself. You're in control of what you're saying. You're not embarrassed the next day. Um, So I actually feel so much more confident in myself and who I actually am now. Uh, And that's really, really nice. I just feel more content and we could all, you know, enjoy being more content in our lives. It's a nice feeling. While I'm chatting, you might be still going through your expiry dates on the items in your fridge or sorting out your recycling, your your rinsing out things. Um, If you're still doing that, then just keep going with that. But you might have moved on to cleaning out your fridge. I like to take everything out of the fridge whenever I'm cleaning it. So I'll take out all the drawers, all the wee wee bits at the side. I don't even know what in it. Bracks, things at the side that go in the door that you can put jars into I don't really know shelves shelves that's what I meant those start taking everything out and spray it all down and clean it with whatever cleaner that you would like to use make it all nice and clean and shiny and I like to wash all the the trays and whatnot in the sink as well give them all a good clean and dry them off and put them back in So just kind of work through all this while I'm chatting, you know, you know what your fridge needs, um, but just keep focusing on that fridge and don't get too distracted. Uh, Stay focused. You've got this. You're getting through it. Let's do it. If you can relate to what I was saying about the sobriety though, like, please let me know. Um, My Instagram is at Dartres. Send me a wee message and let me know what your relationship with alcohol is like if you've got ADHD um because I think it it could be an ADHD thing to you know get extremely addicted to things like that and maybe it's not alcohol for you you know maybe it's other unhealthy sources of dopamine um I like I've genuinely I got (laughs) addicted to alcohol I've been addicted to well I used to smoke when I was younger but I stopped smoking a long time ago but I got a vape and I got really addicted to that I'm off that now thank god um I got really addicted to gambling and this was bad. It was like, I've stopped myself way before it got bad, but I, I downloaded those slots things on my phone after seeing my boyfriend playing them in the past. And I was like, well, that looks like a really easy way to make money. So I'm going to do it. And I was hooked, like so hooked. And it started to become really unhealthy for me. Um, And I had to completely ban myself from all gambling sites because I just was so addicted to these slot things on my phone. It was unbelievable. And unfortunately, if you have ADHD, this is some of the, you know, they call it the ADHD tax things that, you know, the price you pay with ADHD. And, you know, these things can happen to people that don't even have ADHD. But for me, I am so much more likely to get addicted to like bad, unhealthy sources of dopamine. Um, so I had to ban myself from all of that. Um, and that was like a real issue for me as well. I was so embarrassed about it. Um, and luckily I didn't get myself into like severe financial trouble. Um, I stopped myself before I could get to that point, but like that, you know, is the reality of, of having ADHD for some people, some people can get themselves into really tricky situations financially, um, because of things like this, you know, they can get to a really bad place being dependent on drugs and alcohol. 
And it's just the awareness of that, I think, is is really, really important and, and wanting to to stop that and realizing that there are other sources of dopamine that are much healthier for you. And that's something that, that I practice now. You know, I got really into running uh, a few months ago and I'm going to be running my first 10K in September, September 24th. And I was going to do a half marathon, but then I decided I'm going to do a 10K because it's my first race and I'm not going to go like way too far. I'm going to do a 10K and I'm really excited for it. And it's been great having something to work towards, something to train for. And the running is so good for my ADHD brain. Like it just burns off so much energy and I feel so much better after running. So that's something that I've really been enjoying. And, you know, other natural sources of dopamine are things like, you know, just spending time in nature, self-development, reading books, getting out in the sunshine. And unhealthy sources of dopamine are like a quick fix, but they don't last. And you always need more and more. Whereas healthy sources of dopamine, you have to work for them a lot of the time, but they're they're worth it. Um, and you feel so much better for it and it's so much better for your brain, for your well-being. So yeah, I guess this episode is about unhealthy versus healthy sources of dopamine and the positive effects that that can have on your ADHD brain. You can also let me know through Instagram if there's any other healthy sources of dopamine that you love. Um, you know, it's not really a bad thing to get addicted to good dopamine like getting addicted to running about in nature and having a great time I think is only going to benefit you so those kind of addictions are fine and I actually posted a video on my on my Instagram today that was like along the lines of getting addicted to real dopamine and a list of all the things that are good sources of dopamine. I hope you're still working on your fridge by the way. I also like to get like a clean cloth and I'll wipe down all the stuff that I've taken out of my fridge that's going to go back in like say sauce bottles and stuff like that that might have like marks on them or you know stuff like that I will give them a wipe before putting them back in because it just makes it so much cleaner and it stops there being you know bad smells in your fridge and stuff like that so that's a little a little tip if you haven't already done that it's not really a tip it's just kind of I would assume a lot of people also do that but you know maybe maybe you didn't think of that but I like to do that regardless of where you are at this point I bet your fridge is already looking so much better and you're feeling so relieved to be finally doing this if you've been putting it off for a while I'm proud of you for getting up and getting that fridge sorted today um as you know when you have ADHD you can just put things off quite a lot. I've only just started this podcast, but I have noticed there are a good few people listening already and that's really nice. And it makes me think that there are probably a lot of people out there that are looking for something like this. Um, and that's exactly why I decided to make the podcast because I felt like people would really benefit from having a space that's purely for people with ADHD that want to clean their house and get organized because, you know, it's just nice to hear somebody talking about things that are relatable while also helping you clean your house, which is something that you might struggle with if you have ADHD. I love cleaning and that goes against the stereotype that people with ADHD don't like to clean or they're messy. 
um, because I think that is just purely a stereotype. And, you know, maybe for a reason, it is, it is a common thing for people with ADHD to get very overwhelmed and live in chaos. But it's not necessarily true for everybody. Um, there's not just like this big sticker on somebody that says, I have ADHD and this is exactly how I am. Every single person with ADHD is so, so different. And I definitely am a very clean person but like I can leave chaos around me all the time and I can definitely have days where I'm trying to get cleaned and organized um and I get distracted so much or I just you know procrastinate for far too long I build things up in my head to the point where I'm like I've got way too much to do and now I'm overwhelmed and that's the reason that I created this podcast is because you know I find what works for me and what works for me is to try and just focus on one thing at a time and sometimes it's really good to have you know a voice like me right now talking to you reminding you to stay focused on that one thing because sometimes if you don't have that it's very easy for your mind to wander so that's really the point of this podcast is for me to keep you accountable with what you're doing keep you focused on that fridge and cleaning out that fridge and then once it's done it's done and we can move on to something else I will do so many more episodes with different things you can clean in your house um I'm thinking of maybe doing a cupboard clear out soon maybe that one could be a bit longer let me know if you want to see that give me a message on Instagram also like I love when people share the podcast as well so if you are an insta you can like share it to your story and with what you want for the next episode or just say that you're you're listening as I would love to connect with the people that's actually listening to this as I love that yeah we can go for your cupboards got the cupboards out I'm like I'm so keen for baskets like I've got baskets in all my cupboards um to organize things in them and I'm considering getting the the ones for the fridge as well I've seen you know the the stackable drawers for the fridges and I think I'm going to get them because they're quite satisfying and not even just like aesthetically they're genuinely really helpful for like using up the space in your fridge because you might have shelves with a lot of space on top of them and you can just put the shelves in there and it just utilizes that space so much better so I'm I think I'm probably going to do that because I love organized spaces it's just very very satisfying and I truly believe that that is a source of healthy dopamine as well is like see whenever you organize something and you clean it like that gives me dopamine that makes me feel so like it makes me feel like I've got my shit together and I feel really good about that. So maybe maybe listening to this podcast is your healthy source of dopamine and not necessarily listen to it, but what you can achieve when you listen to it, that can be your healthy source of dopamine. So you're welcome. <laughs> it's just realizing that you can do things bit by bit because with ADHD, you might be like me in the sense that it's like all or nothing. But if you just do a wee bit at a time, it does all add up. And then, you know, you're not constantly having this thing in the back of your head of like, oh, I still need to do that. I still need to do that. I still need to do that. Just accept that there are lots of things that you want to organize. And that's fine. But right now, we're just focusing on the fridge. And after that, you can maybe move on to something else if you want to today or leave it to a different day. And then you can focus on one other thing. But today, right now, just focus on the fridge.
Like that is the most helpful thing that I've found anyway, because that, like I said, that that's what makes you overwhelmed is that thought of all the things that you have to do and getting really suffocated by it all. And it doesn't have to be that way. I've definitely got to a way better place with my ADHD now. Like I'm, I'm making a podcast about ADHD, but um, I got diagnosed four months ago at the age of 28. But, you know, I've had ADHD my whole life. I've always been this way. But it's definitely been a journey since I got diagnosed. And I've talked about that in other episodes. I think the first episode I kind of dived, dived right into it. Yeah, I feel like I'm in a much better place of my ADHD now. I've reached the stage of acceptance. And that's a really nice place to be. Because, you know, you realize that, yeah, I do have ADHD. And I might find some things difficult or overwhelming. But, you know, that's fine. That's just the way that I am. And let's just adjust things to make them a lot easier for myself. If my brain works in different ways, I need to try different things. That's how I see it. And I just think that now I have so much self-love and compassion for myself compared to when I first got diagnosed. Because when I first got diagnosed, I was like, oh, for God's sake, it felt like a sentence. And now I feel like I'm just like, that's fine. Um, how can I help myself today? Uh, what feels good for me today? How can I look after my brain today? And that's a really, really positive place to be. And yeah, I just, I really love being in that place. And hopefully, you know, me sharing my experience will help somebody else get to that place as well. You know, if you're at the start of your diagnosis and your head is scrambled, just know that you will get to that place as well. And it just it comes with accepting that this is the way your brain works and that's fine. Hopefully by now you've cleared out a lot of your fridge, you've given the insides a wipe, you've cleared, you've cleaned the shelves. Um, you might still have a whole task ahead of you and that's absolutely fine. You know, everybody's fridges are completely different and they might be in different states. Um, but, you know, Hopefully, if that is the case, you've at least made a fair dent in it. This episode isn't going to be a super long one. Like I said, it normally takes me at most probably half an hour to clear out my fridge, but I'm somebody that does it, you know, every once in a while. So it doesn't take me as long, but you know, you could, you could have a job ahead of you <laughs> and that's fine, but make sure you don't lose sight of what you're actually doing and stay focused on that fridge even after this episode is finished. Maybe listen to one of my earlier episodes. Um, there are full house cleans, but you know, it'll keep that sort of cleaning motivation up. You might even feel motivated to clean other wee bits of your house after you're finished your fridge, so that might help you do that. Like I said, this podcast is for me to help you clean your house, organize your house with ADHD. If it's something that you struggle with or you just want somebody to listen to while you do it. I love listening to podcasts while I clean. I have, I feel like I never, ever, ever stop cleaning and organizing this house. It's just, I actually said that to my partner yesterday, Greg. I was like, running a house is honestly exhausting sometimes because it's just never ending. You'll feel like you get the house to a really, really good point and you're really happy with it. And then it just, it's never ending. But you know, that's what it means to be in a house that's well loved. And there's just always more to do all the time. Being, you know, somebody that's house proud and looks after their house is 
is quite a big job and sometimes life can get in the way of that and you might get annoyed at how messy things get but you know that's normal don't put yourself down about it if your house is in a state where you're like oh my god this is overwhelming it's on top of me you know you've got it under control and you can get this under control and it's like I said step by step start with one thing move on to the other you can do it and it will build up over time you know I clean my house every single day and there's still days where I'm like oh my god like I've I can be bothered today and things do pile up you know there was a day last week where our washing was just over spilling everywhere because I just kept feeling like I'll do it tomorrow right I'll do it tomorrow um and then the washing machine was acting like it was blocked there was something stuck in it the toggles off um a hoodie came off and like hair bobbles and stuff got stuck in the washing machine it was blocked it wasn't draining um and it was acting up for about three days so yeah like things happen and you can fall behind in housework but just make sure you don't let it get the better of you. It's okay. It can always be done at a later date. It's not the end of the world. And sometimes you've got better things to do. <laughs> like if there are other priorities that take place over housework, like that's just life. That's that's the way it is. Um, but hopefully we can get your house to to a point that you just feel better, you know, because tidy space, tidy mind, in my opinion, and getting that cleaning done, getting that good dopamine in whenever you clean is also really helpful. Um, like I said, I'll be your wee healthy dopamine fix. And it's just something something to feel proud of whenever you do it, whenever you clean that house, it's looking nice. Like it's such a vibe. And I know I sound about 12 when I say that, but like see when your house is gleaming and you just you put on fresh jammies after a bath or something like that and you sit down and you light a nice candle or a wax melt and it just feels so nice to sit down in that nice fresh clean home and feel that sense of satisfaction that like you did this yourself and you've cleaned your house and you've got your washing done you've got your washing in the machine or you've hung it up you've dealt with the stuff that needs to be dealt with and you just feel like you are on top of your shit that's a really really good feeling that is a dopamine hit and you cannot tell me otherwise I actually put a post in my Instagram story the other day of me ironing my bed sheets and majority of people thought that I was crazy <laughs> but they were really really wrinkled and like a lot of people you know just iron their bed sheets before they put them on their bed but I put them on my bed and plugged the iron into an extension cable and ironed my bed sheets while they were on and they looked so much better but I am definitely in the minority, but doing that might seem crazy or seem like I've got too much time in my hands, which, you know, I definitely did, but that makes me happy. Like the bed being really, really wrinkly and stuff, it was just annoying me and I gave it a quick iron. It looked really nice. It was really lovely to climb into um, after my bath, put on my fresh jammies, climbed into my nice bed that was just felt really clean and crisp it was just nice and you know 
if you want to do these wee nice things that people might think are ridiculous, then just do them. If they make you feel better, who cares? And I'm not ashamed to say that my bed sheets had little gold pumpkins on them that I bought last autumn. And I swear they were at the front of the pile and I didn't put them on on purpose, but I cannot wait for autumn to arrive because I always make my house super autumnal. I get all the apple spice scents out. Like I'm so excited for it. If you're an autumn person, you can definitely relate to that. I know you can. But anyway, I'm gonna wrap it up for there, guys. I hope that you got your fridge cleaned. If you've still got more to do, then keep cracking on through that. Like I said, you can listen to my older episodes if you still wanna to listen to some cleaning motivation while you clean. I really appreciate you listening to the episode. And if you enjoy my podcast, please make sure to rate it five stars because that helps me and helps people find my podcast. Please follow the podcast so you can stay up to date with new episodes. Follow me over on Instagram at Dara Therese. And if you really, really like the podcast and you find it super, super helpful, you can donate the price of a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash Dara Therese. If you think Dara is really nice and I would love to buy her a coffee for all the hard work she puts into the podcast, then you can do so. I will link that below and I will chat to you in the next episode. Happy cleaning and I'll see you next time. Bye.